Here we are once again. This time we're recording. This is would be uh, episode 35 and 36. Well, this is awesome. <laughs> What's up, Bill? I feel like we've almost had a career together. In fact, I'm getting sick of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, is that we, why I'm in the middle? Here? We, bicker, we bicker a little bit, not too much though. We're good. We have to. We know we, we have to do mostly on the phone. We should. We, we need to go out, and sit down, and have a beer and, and a drink together. That's I work right. too much. But listen, before we uh, go any further, I hate having our guests sit around and wait because, um, especially today, especially, especially today. I still didn't say it That's right. That's who Especially. Especially. <laughs> especially. <laughs> especially today, because I'm so excited. Today, Bill, I am chomping at the bit. Um, he always accuses me of that, that I'm, right. I'm the Let, more high-stressed guy. Yeah, yeah he's, know, he's definitely... A, a, you know. So, uh, listen, our first guest needs no introduction, and as a matter of fact... We're not even going to tell you his name for the whole three hours. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's actually running for Queens DA. He's a retired NYPD police officer. And boy, has he had some life, man, some career. And uh, without further ado, what's up, Joe Murray? What's up, brother? How are you? Good. How are you? So excited. Thanks you know, for He also uh, did a few episodes of The Perfect Murder. He yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. But a judge, <laughs> prosecutor. I think it was a did juror. Did anyone ever recognize you from that court, show? Yeah. It's so funny because <laughs> mostly court people watch that. Right, so right. as my office is right across the street from the courthouse. So I'd be walking down the street and somebody would start throwing lines out. Will the defendant please rise? <laughs> uh-huh. That's great. So, yeah, it was I fun. I did six episodes and no one ever recognized You're kidding. me anywhere. Oh, God. Yeah, especially in the courthouse. Like That's great. Court people. That's pretty cool. You're from Queens, right? Yes. Grew up in Howard Beach. How old are you? 52. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. See, I was I did my research on him. Like, All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. This I feel, is, uh, I feel the, like I know him. You guys are pros. Here. This happens pros. every, you know, this, I feel like I know you. Listen, I got to get this out of the way just because um, yeah. we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. But one of the things that I found really fascinating was that you were a boxer. Yes. Yes. You competed boxer. amateur boxer. I did. I mean, a lot. Well, not a lot. I mean, I I was on the team and I uh, fought in three Golden Gloves tournaments. That's a lot. I fought. Uh, I saw a picture of you, uh, one of your boxing. You look like a complete psycho. Well, <laughs> you got this Listen, look I'm, on your face. I'm running for office. You know, no, no. I'm just saying that you could turn. Don't like, tell me you had the I know, I know him, man. Did you have the shamrock on. Like, his for robes? example, like you're from Howard Beach, right? Yeah. So I I do I. Uh, I always say that I'm from Astoria, and it wasn't a bad neighborhood, but it could be a tough neighborhood depending on who you hung out with. Right. I tell right. people, I said, when I was a kid, a teenager, we used to play this game. You might have played this when you, a game when you were a teenager, too. Uh, you ever do this thing called, uh, what the fuck are you looking at? You ever play that game? <laughs> that's a good you ever hanging one, out yeah. in the corner? Yeah, that's Drinking that. beers, getting fight up all I night, just walk around your neighborhood looking for fights? <laughs> yep, yep. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, you could just turn, like, the sweetest guys in the world, Catholic school guys. Now they're all hanging out together after school, just looking for trouble, man. Where are they now? That's right. They retired that's from right. the NYPD. That's right. Right. So. But um, let me ask you a question. So... Well, what age did you get involved in boxing? Uh, I have four brothers uh-huh. and a sister, and I'm the middle brother. Uh-huh. So, obviously, I'm fighting with the older guys, and I'm fighting with the younger guys. I was the middle guy. And my father, who was a cop and then uh, went to the fire department, his whole thing was, hey, listen, you guys going to fight? 
put the gloves on, go downstairs. Oh, wow. That's great. You know, and then and he would be the ref. Old school, man. So, That's yeah. Right now, you get locked up for that. And we'd be in round 20. You get locked up for that right now. Yeah. If you yeah. watched, if somebody right. told somebody else the that you that yeah. you were yeah. downstairs watching your kids fight each other with boxing gloves on, you get locked up. Now they put them on a video game, right? <laughs> Let's see who wins. Right. Go <laughs> do it on so, a video game. So, um, so yeah. So, that was uh, my first introduction to boxing. And then we had some kids in the neighborhood, too, but also... But did you? Uh, I, well, I got started. I went to the PAL. I was already older. I went to the one and on Queens Boulevard. Remember that one? That was uh, right. Right. Um, was it by the, the courts? PAL. That was. Uh, oh, no, you talking about the other one? I'm talking about the PAL yeah. one. Uh, it was by the courts, I think. No, the 110 PAL in the park. That that was, was a that good PAL. One? I went to the. It was Flushing a parks and rec. Park. It was a park yeah. and recreation, but Flushing it was on. It was right where the highway goes. You get on the highway over there. I remember it was, I'm pretty sure it was on Queens Boulevard. Believe it was, it you know what? That club used to be there. Anyway, whatever. This Gold guy, Artie. Artie. No, no, it was a, a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold it was right across the right. street from there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. this guy, Artie, was that's, the, um, the uh, trainer Lost there. Battalion. Lost Battalion Lost Hall. Battalion, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't PAL. No. Okay, so it was Lost Battalion Hall. Artie used to be the, uh, bo the boxing coach there. I only did it for almost a year. What year? What year? Um, it was before I went into the academy. I remember the reason why too. It was like uh, that I had st I just stopped doing it was because, um, first of all, Artie told me one day what happened was I got a nice hit, nice once in the in the nose sparring, and then my you know, like I remember like I, I, my eyes had swollen up like I got black and blue on the both eyes. Yeah. So. I came back to the gym. I guess it was to work out the next day, but to work out. And I was yeah. like, uh, glove up. We go, I need you to spar. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I can't. My fucking, you know, my face is killing me, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and he's like, why don't you go back to the weights? Because I was a bodybuilder. He goes, why don't you right. go back to the weights? They don't hit back. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, so, and then I thought about it because I yeah. remember the time frame. I was going into the police or I was, I knew uh, I'm going to go into the police academy soon and I hadn't right. broken a bone yet in my body. So I'm like, I'm not, why break my nose and have to go and, and get it f reported, fixed, reported to the academy, right. all this right. shit. So I was just like, you know what, forget it. So I stopped. Yeah, but, uh, but you kept going. Well, no, actually, to be honest with you, I never went into a boxing gym until I got on the job. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, well, I, I, I should let you know, uh, before I got on the job, I worked out in Kennedy Airport. I, I joined when I was 20. Okay. Um, but I worked out in Kennedy Airport. A uh, good friend of mine, Billy Sharkey, used to be a pro fighter. And uh, he was a bouncer at a bar in Long Beach. He brought me in there. Which one was that? Um, the Sandpiper. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was all the way down the end by the digs. Yeah, I never went to that one. But when, yeah. you, when you started saying Chauncey's, I remember, I, that well, one I went yeah, to. Yeah, everybody knows Chauncey's. Yeah. But, but down on the west end there, it's the last one on that strip. Mm -hmm. And uh, Billy was a good friend of mine. And, and Did you did you know Eddie Malia? No. Okay. Because I know he worked at those bars, too. Yeah. He's, probably, he's our age, too. He was on the job. He was a pro fighter. And, oh, my God, this guy, when he hit people, mm -hmm. it was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um so, and I would work out with Billy, and we were good friends, but he didn't want me to box. He was pushing me to go into the police academy and mm -hmm. like cop friends. And so he was like, no, nah, just go into the academy, do your thing. And so uh, when I got on the job, uh, I didn't actually start boxing until I got 
dumped out of my first command to the to the seventh precinct, first, which was Midtown North. Oh man, the land of milk <sighs> and honey. Oh, oh my God! So you went there? You did your FTU? I ended up getting married after that. I was so depressed. Oh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's it. it. I'm that'll doomed. So uh, well, you went to Midtown North right out of the academy? No, I, I, I was in FTU four. Okay. I don't know when you came on. I came on in 92. Yeah, so we had FTU. I was, it was like NSU. NSU 4. Yeah, 192023, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. which was nice. Wait, wait, I, what year did you come on? 87. Okay, I came on in 85. Yeah. So uh, I got sent to Midtown North. Now, my father was on the job, and then he went to the fire department. So he's like, listen, you got to switch over, roll over, take the test. So, all right, I took the test. In 88, uh, I got a 99 the test, so then I had to take the physical. In 1988 is when that guy died during the, uh, the remember, like, during the physical yeah. at Columbus Circle. Mm-hmm. So I was scheduled to go to take the, the physical, and uh, the guy died, so they suspended the test, and they put me in Midtown North. Oh, my God. With that's... the hotels and oh, restaurants, yeah. actresses, models. The, the theaters. I'm 21 years old, the theaters. I was like, Dad, I don't think I want to be a fireman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having too much fun that's here. Right. So, Didn't they but, call Midtown North Fort Hook? Yeah, Fort yeah, Hook. You yeah, need yeah, a huge yeah. hook to get yeah. there, right? Yeah. And I can just picture so, you walking around because uh, other, oh uh, my you have God. a lot of fo- you have a lot of pictures, right? But we're young. Yes. I mean, you're handsome now. Yeah, 21. But, but uh, he's I was a 20. Oh, you gotta see him. Officer Joe Bolton. You weren't bad looking either. <laughs> Andrew's a mess, but you. <laughs> You weren't bad. Yeah. You were good looking well, dude, too. Young. But him, he beats oh us both. You had to see him. You had, I had to see so him. so much fun, you know, uh, you know, early on uh, in that were place. Were you getting the women to buy you drinks or what? Listen, I don't want to get Kavanaugh on this campaign <laughs> here. Explain to our audience. Okay, so well, you're working in Midtown. You said it was north or south? North, it doesn't make north, a difference north. anyway. It's only yeah. 10 blocks. Yeah. So t- tell us where you are in that area for, for people who aren't like, so, from New York. It's great because... Uh, not only was I in Midtown North, Mid- Midtown Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan, which it's from uh, we go from Lexington to the the West Side, mm-hmm. and then Forty Third Street would be the border up to the park, up so, to uh, Central Park, Central Park, yeah. So that's like the heart of it, the oh theater district, the best restaurants in New York the City, best hotels, uh, yeah. hotels. So, so did you did you ever go out after work? <laughs> <laughs> the, the real question was, did I ever go home oh, after work? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I really had a good, too. My brother worked for Pan Am at the time. Pan Am was around. He had an apartment on uh-huh. the west side. Plus, he worked for the hotel. So whenever they had like a layover, a holdover, oh, he had rooms all oh, over the God. place. So I'd be out partying. It's was called a ground ball. Oh, my God. So, uh I had to I had a, a, a scavenge around for all that stuff and put it together piecemeal. You, you had it right there. I, you had I, I tell you. Did anyone do any police work in Midtown North? Not, not much. No, <laughs> no, we did actually. Believe it or not, I mean, you know, you I got to tell you a quick story. A friend yeah. of mine was uh, was like a, a lieutenant there, and when the little brats that were the cops there wanted yeah. off, Daddy, the chief, would yeah. say, uh, "Megan needs off tomorrow." Um, there's no excuses, Chief. I just told you, Megan will get off tomorrow. Oh, like, my God. Uh, imagine that. You'd be one. Yeah. Killer, I, right? I, I got to be honest with you. When I got there, I was fortunate. They were starting a new unit called the West Side Task Force, and we all had foot posts. And they teamed us up with the theater squad. 
the most senior wait, guys. Wait, 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 wait. Right. A theater squad, huh? That that detail, detail, what is that? Detail. Yeah. So these these it's guys. It's a detail that, that corruption is allowed. There's one. There's it's one. Encouraged. It's encouraged. There's one cop assigned to every theater on the west side. Well, yeah, like the different theaters would have a cop there assigned to it because don't forget, including I mean, their own security, the theater. Yes, but the eighties, what crack was hitting hard yeah, and yeah, yeah. like street crime. There was, were tons of hoes out there too. The yes. prostitute problem was unbelievable. Yeah, and these the crackheads, they love going Eighth to Broadway Avenue. shows, right? Oh, hoes for the audience <laughs> or prostitutes? That's it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, but uh, so yeah, it was bad. It was a bad time. It was bad. It was crime. You know, let's put it that way. Lot, but a lot of street crime, and that's the tourist. Yeah, hub so of a New lot York of uh, snatch, purse snatch. I mean, the simplest thing you'd go into. Some Barrels and sit down, take your coat off, and there's a guy sitting next to you reaching into your pockets your like, right away. Yeah. They were everywhere, yeah. so they wanted us there, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the area. So, but the senior most guys wonder why we're in the theater squad. Yeah, didn't want nothing to do with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, the Shea Stadium used to be a hookup, but man, I, and the Yankee Stadium is a good detail too. But I can't imagine anything better than being oh my God. better than the theater it, squad. It was nice. I mean, once um, the show starts, you're, you're you're good for three hours. Also, like the theaters owned you; they thought you were their own little security guard, and if the Precinct commander tried to touch you, they'd get on the phone with the police commission. That's right. Yeah. And not only that, but I mean, <laughs> shit, who doesn't want to have a couple of tickets to freaking the Hamilton to give away to your friends and the family and, yeah. and, and barter for hookups? Forget about it. That's, it was it was really, uh, you know, but I, as a rookie, you have to learn like they would break in and, and I have to learn certain codes and signals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you'd walk this into means- a theater <laughs> and the guy would go like this. I'm like, what is he doing? He goes, turn the radio down. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're, in the, you're in the theater, like yeah. you know. Yeah. So, uh, but it was great. So we worked six to two with the theater squad, mm-hmm. but we were called the West Side Task Force, mm-hmm. and we covered like 45th to 50th, uh, eight to ten. Did they, because you were a cop there, did they ever? And you, you were so handsome, young when you were running around as a rookie. Did they ever like? Throw you into a play? No. <laughs> we're no. short, man. We're shorter guy tonight. Yeah. Just, Would you mind standing on stage? It was. I gotta tell you though, it was. It was. You must such... have got hooked up with a lot of stuff, though. I mean, well, how many times did somebody in that area come up to you to ask you, "Hey, do you want to be in this magazine?" Or, or... it actually happened. I know I had, it happened. I'm not a dope. I know what I'm talking about. It was like, listen, we're, we're doing a shoot. I need someone. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you want to do it? I was like, okay. Uh-huh. You know. And I was in a, a Southern Comfort. And then you found you out know, it was a porn movie. Porn. <laughs> no, seriously, if there's, if there's well, girls I listening. Porn back then, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, don't, we're going to come back then. If there's <laughs> girls listening right now, you go in and Google Joe Murray and you'll uh, lawyer, Joe Mur- Murray right. lawyer. And that'll keep you because there's another Joe Murray. I don't know who he is, but. Yeah. The Joe Murray lawyer And you'll see these pictures That I'm talking oh about He's God. a young cop man You yeah. were a handsome dude man And then you'll see that one Thanks. picture Where he just finished the fight <laughs> Fucking oh, looks crazy <laughs> Anyway so to Back to the Why handlebar not? uh Handlebar mustache I didn't want to cut you no, off No so I was You know so we had the West Side Task Force On, on uh, 45th to 50th 46th Street Between 8th and 9th Is Restaurant Row mm-hmm. It was a fixer yeah. Now you know what a fixer yeah, is. Yeah. Like it was the post you didn't want, and you got stuck because you had to be there. I'm on restaurant row, and it's a fixer. I was like, yeah. you couldn't pry me out of restaurant row. <laughs> and you get to so, know, yeah. <laughs> you get to know everybody, and All everybody gets to know you. Who doesn't want you inside? They love us because, like, you, you know, get a couple of trouble too. Oh crime, God, and there's the so troublemakers because you get these guys. They walk down the street, and they're always grilling people, yes. and they're in your face, and they're trying to intimidate. There's always like there's always a was, knucklehead or two on every single block, right? 
just and, in, in that area. These especially. businesses can't survive without that right. street traffic. Yeah, and you need so, somebody there to be, hey, take a walk. Yeah. Get out of here. And we did a lot of that. Yeah. Also, which is really funny, and it'll come into, I guess, my campaign later, Guardian Angels headquarters was on 46th Street. Curtis Oh, really? Curtis Lewa. Between oh, yeah, yeah, the Guardian night. Angels. I thought you thought you meant but the Hells Angels, because I know they were in the then village. the police department hated the Guardians. Well, Guardian I, I, I got to be fair about it. The police department, well, here's the issue. These guys had no training. Right. They were young kids who... Well, I remember the well Guardian Angels, but let's explain it to our audience. Yeah, that's true. They were a group of, um, some called them vigilantes, which right. they weren't. They were, and they weren't a gang either. They were a group right. of, of uh, young, mostly men, some women, right. that were, had some experience trained in martial arts or used to get together to do some training. And then they would all wear the same uniform, which was a, a, a white T-shirt with red, and it had a red guardian, berets, yeah. guardian angel logo on it with the red berets. They were identifiable. You got on a train and you, felt, uh, you saw two guardian angels there. I, I got to be honest with you. You felt a little comfortable. You did. You did. You and, felt uh, because you know if there's somebody there that's going to start trouble, these crazy people, for no reason, they're not getting paid, would jump in. Right. That's why they were called the Guardian Angels. And Curtis Sliwa was, was the, the leader. And leader Lisa Sliwa was his wife right. at the time. And they Correct. were very present in the New York media hey, look, during that whole time. Hey, look, both of them up to get a job in media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, But, you know, they were out there. You know, I, he so still I wears the hat in, and the um, shirt, by the way. I used he to, does. He yeah, does. Yeah. He still I wears him, yeah. I used to work uh, in the South and the North. I was in Citywide Anti-Crime in 1988. Oh, you, and, Barry yeah, Burns? Uh, no, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Barry, yeah. right? Yeah, Barry Burns, yeah. yeah. I was partners with uh, his, Andy his Burns. brother, Andy, Andy Burns, Burns yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, a lot of times we'd be on a group that we knew was going to do a robbery. Right. And the guardian angels would spot the same thing we right. were following. Right, right. So then they would jump and interrupt it. We want to smack the shit out of them. <laughs> we just ruined our robbery, yeah, power, you right. know, by jumping it before yeah. it was ready, you know? Right, right, <laughs> they were really right, like, right. if you think about it, they were almost like, because there's a whole group of these, these people that want to be superheroes. They really think they're superheroes and they get dressed up as superheroes. You can see it on Netflix. There's a whole documentary about these people all over the country. They get they make a superhero outfit and they go out there and they get try to fight yeah, crime yeah. and get in the middle of crime. But they were really yeah. the, the the that's what they were. You race, know, they could basically. probably use them again. Yes right and now. no. Yes well, and well, no. they because, tried to be anyway. Yes, however well intentioned they were, sometimes they got a little too aggressive. Mm -hmm. And for example, you'd be sitting on your front stoop mm -hmm. of your building, and they would come over and take a walk, and it, the guy would be like, "What do you mean take a walk? I live mm -hmm. here." You know, and they would, you know, they just were not as diplomatic as uh, the you police. Know, a police officer, <laughs> yeah. not that we were much more, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. So they were a little abusive sometimes, and we'd have to pull them in and rein mm -hmm. them in. Uh, occasionally, we'd have to arrest uh, a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And there was a sergeant that we had over there that just hated Curtis. So whenever he had an opportunity to, mm -hmm. you know, put the, the bracelets on him. Well, Curtis him, took would, a few collars too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So What a uh, crazy time. So what, yeah. uh, what, why did you have to leave that command? So this is, this, is, this is typical of Midtown North. Now, if you know Midtown North, nobody calls 911 over there. Like every chief... I'll give a perfect example. We were on St. Pat's, and we had that detail. And St. Pat's, what you would do, it was just... St. Patrick's Cathedral? The, yeah, the cathedral. Okay. And 
so the church would close up at eight o'clock. So we would go around with, uh, you know, the, the ushers that worked there. We'd take all the money out of all the collection mm-hmm. uh, boxes, bring it down to the safe, put it in the safe. How much did you get every night? Listen, <laughs> no. no, forget it. I mean, go to hell and burn forever. So He's Catholic, so, too, so how uh, could yeah. you even suggest that? <laughs> Ballpark figure. So we would go around and, and do all that. Then you'd lock up the church. You'd take a lap. You wouldn't take your meal until then. So then the rest of the night was yours. Mm-hmm. That was like the unwritten rule over there. So this one particular night, there was uh, a vigil going on in the Lady Chapel. So the church has off-duty cops working security. And they just left the door open on Madison Avenue for the you know, parishioners to come in through there. So we see the guys and we're like, hey, you got this? Yeah. So we leave. And uh, I think I was in Luigi's around the corner eating my stuffed shells. Mm-hmm. And I hear St. Pat's 10-1. Of course, you monitor radio to make sure nothing sure. is going yeah, yeah. on. So St. Pat's 10-1, 10-1. So I call the desk, and I'm like, what's going on? So they're like, you tell me what's going on. I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing. I, I don't, I'm watching the radio. So they're like, we got everyone calling here from the borough, from headquarters. They're all asking about St. Pat's. I'm like, there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. So like, you better get up there. The duty captain's on his way up there. Okay, great. So we start walking up. As we're getting to the block of the church, the captain picks us up. He's like, so what's going on up there? You know what I mean? Like, I I had no answer. I was like, well, we were out here, you know, just doing patrol outside. So we get inside. What had happened is a woman who was trying to go to this vigil got robbed in the back of the church. Wow. So... Does anyone call 911? No. The rector, had, you know, every chief in the borough gives them his home phone them, number. Yeah. So he calls them all at home, and then they call from home to the borough, to the precinct. Nothing is on the radio. So, mm, wow. So by yeah, the time we got there. I definitely get it now. I it's know all exactly done what, with. Yeah, it's like annoying. Oh, my God. It doesn't so, give you uh, a chance to think. No, it's like the attention they would give a robbery in Central Park. It was like yes. they didn't want to yeah. establish a task force on the spot, you know. So and everybody wants to have that car because everybody wants yeah. to make that call, and then it becomes right. tedious. A lot of times it's for a little shit too, right? A lot of that but all stuff, they had to do was call nine one one. We were right we were right. around the corner. We would have been right there. Yeah. But you know, a lot of that stuff is because of contracts. Yeah. That's, that's all that's, it's about. So Hold we had at home. Okay, so that was that was the incident that. <laughs> so uh, you wound up. What's what's we, we got launched? Up, yeah, we got launched. So <laughs> if you don't know what launched means, yeah. that means like <laughs> launched is they catapult you. You know, when somebody kicks you right in the so ass. Painful. It's when somebody kicks you in the ass and you just take off. They kicked you that hard. You, know you don't know where you're going to land though. Did you ever hear the thing called a, a ruler transfer? No. That's where they take a oh. map and they figure out where you live and they take the ruler and find the furthest possible place they can put you from your home. And I've heard of a trans- water transfer, which they had to put a bridge between. Yeah, but, yeah that and, too. Uh, and tolls. Yeah, tolls. So where did you end up? So my partner, Andy, ended up going to the 5th Precinct. He was juiced, though. His father, His father was, was J. Yeah, Pat yeah. Burns, Patty the Burns. vice president uh, of the uh. PBA. And I got to go to the 7th Precinct. Like, they didn't even want us together. They were like, you guys are gone. So How much I'm time like, did you have when this happened? Uh, this was 
I think 90. I had two years on. Yeah, so that's, three that's years, a little three early years in your on. career to get launched. I mean, you know, that's a... It was a five-day hit, too. We had, we got Schedule A, five days. Five-day hit? Five, off-post? Off-post. Wow. Off-post around the corner. Yeah, at Luigi's. And they, did a, a they did a DNA test on that was the a tie, and they found It was a fixer sauce. when the church is open. <laughs> mm. And normally it closes yeah, at 8. Yeah, but they had that thing going on in the version right. thing. So. Right? Did they find the spaghetti sauce on your tie? And they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they connected so, uh, it to Luigi's. You were dead in the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they knew. I mean, they knew where we were. Right, That's right. how the place operates, right, you know? Right. Like, so Because it's a contract to get there, a hook to get there. So if you mess up your hook, you're launched. You're done. Time. You're yeah. done. You know, that, so you, that's, you went to, the seventh is what? So, the seventh is well, what? No, wait. This, oh, wait you love wait. this. So I'm like, the seventh precinct, where is that? Mm-hmm. It's on Pitt Street, mm-hmm. and it's called Fort Pitt. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? There's one bar in the precinct, and you have to carry a gun to that bar. So I was like, wait a minute. No, not, I'm not leaving here. No. Uh, Lower East Side. That's right. Lower East Side was bad, you know, back then. You know. Oh, my God. So I was like, wait, what is a Midtown cop going to do on Pitt Street? You know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, you know. So needless to say, the neighborhood was a little different. Than oh, my God. You, were, you, were, you didn't have all the, the commodities that you had I grown accustomed to. Yeah, it's but tough when you, you come out of the is? academy and you get like you're in some place like that right away because it's all downhill after that. Yeah. So did you were you used to the women going mira papi mira? That changed a little bit too, right? <laughs> Only the ones with teeth, but you know yeah, were, the caliber of women that you were now getting. Right? You never heard that. Oh my god! But you know your routine doesn't change. So uh-huh. like after a four to twelve, I want to go hang out or uh-huh. we would hang out underneath the Williamsburg Bridge, just drinking. You know, under the bridge with the locals. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. What happened? I used to be over at, you know, yeah. Park Avenue and Keesh. What was it? <laughs> what was that, what was that bar like, that everybody went to? All the writers went to? Oh, in the village? No, it was on the wet, Upper West Side. Was it the West what? Side or the East Side? Oh, oh Michael, uh, what was that kid? Or? No, the one that uh, Robert Chambers used to hang out at. Oh. And uh, and what no, was the was, other guy? No, was the, from Mario's. the was detective the, that died. Yeah, she had she had used to hang out there, there too. Oh, she. Oh, Elaine's. Yeah. Elaine's. Yeah, Elaine's. Elaine's. That's yeah. Close. One well, second that you, wasn't my place. One second. One second you're hanging out at a place like yeah. Elaine or the playwrights, and the next second you're you're drinking with the locals in the Lower East Side. You know, it's so funny. I'm in I'm in the uh, Midtown North in Tassos, and I I'm partnered up with this guy Marvin Wolfdahl. Has been there forever. And so he was bringing me around to the places that we would go to. And, you know, he says, you know, so get something to drink. So I was like, you know, what should I just get anything you want to drink? So I was like, can I get a beer? And it, he was like, no. He says, get a mixed drink. So it looks like, I mean, we, yeah. we have to play a little bit by <laughs> the rules here. Uh-huh. How, so we would have a drink, you know, yeah. a cocktail and not. Mm-hmm. So then to go from there. To brown bagging it, getting the brown bag, drinking a forty. So, What's up, son? I'd like a yeah. Colt forty-five <laughs> right. or an Old English eight hundred. Yeah. If you have oh it. my god! <laughs> so that's why I got married. Uh, your life was over. You know, uh, <laughs> I was like, forget did you it. meet your, your wife on the job? Or? No, my uh, my first wife was a high school sweetheart, and we reconnected after a while. So once I saw my uh, fate. How long did you have to stay in um, <laughs> what you Fort Pitt? It's done. It's over. Anymore. Life is over. <laughs> How long did you have to uh, to stay at Fort Pitt? 
I got to stay at Fort Pitt until I ran into a detective in the 10th precinct. And we had a disagreement about uh, something that happened. And, oh, yeah. This uh, is a good... Are you uh, allowed to... T- I don't know if you want to go into this. It's up to you. I mean, no, it's I, up to you. I don't care. No, because I read about this. Yeah. I mean, actually, public knowledge. It's a pretty cool story. I love yeah. the story. Because that's what... Um, going back that to the set boxing... me on the path of, of going, where, going back uh, to the boxing where, a little bit. Yeah, um, actually... Uh, you were boxing for the... For the I department. For the department team, which was great. I mean, we went to England, did you know Joey, Ireland. Did you know Joey Cintron? Yeah, Joey. Yeah, yeah. He was one of my anti Great cops. guy. I love Joey Cintron. Yeah. He, Where did you guys train? Well, we all did our own training pretty much on your own. And uh, we would all meet together um, as a team and on Saturday. You were still living in Howard Beach? Uh, I moved to Glendale. And then from Glendale, I moved back to Howard Beach. Uh I was one or the other. I was mm-hmm. back and forth. Um, I trained with Tommy Gallagher at the time. He had a gym on 101st Avenue. Yeah, um, I remember that gym. Yeah. So uh, so I just came back. So, so with the boxing team, we went to England, Ireland, all over the country, Alabama. It's a funny story with that. Tennessee, Colorado. I just came back from Colorado, the World Police Fire Games. It's How many matches do you have? When you at uh, one like in, in um, Tennessee, how many matches do you have in that tournament? Uh, I only had two. Okay. In Tennessee. Well, so it's wait, usually wait, wait, two. I've, it's two or well, three. I fought heavyweights, so there, oh, there heavy weren't weight. a lot of heavyweights. Mm-hmm. Um, how much did you weigh? I, what was your fight weight? When I came on the job, I was one eighty one, mm-hmm. and then I think I was like after two, a year in Midtown North, I was two forty. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know, I, and then at Fort <laughs> Fort Pitt, I went Fort down Pitt, to I honestly, yeah, I, I went fought six two thirty, two forty. You know, towards the end of my my thing. really wow, that's heavy. So, but wait, so I just got back from Colorado. This is August of ninety three, because I was in I was it was in Midtown North from eighty eight to ninety. Got dumped, mm-hmm. was down there, and then August of ninety three, fought in Colorado. Just came back, and a friend of mine from high school uh, called me up. He says, you know, I, I just had three detectives come to my house in Nassau County, arrest me. The one guy handcuffed me, slapped me around, whatever, brought me back to the 10th precinct, gave me a DAT, and let me go. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what was, the, what, what was the arrest for? He goes, it was something that happened nine months ago with my ex. Mm-hmm. He goes, but I know she has a lot of friends on the job. So, you know, I was like, look, I, I could talk to the guy and see, you know, because mm-hmm. he was worried, like, what happens next? Is right. he going to come after me again? Like, mm-hmm. I have a fight with her. So uh, it's, a, it's a touchy situation talking to another cop. Oh, yeah. You know, hey, you know. So I didn't want to do it over the phone. I went to my precinct to talk to my guys to see if they knew this guy. And they were like, no, nah, I don't know him. So it happened the next morning, I had to take two cops to a detail at the garden. So I didn't even know where the 10th precinct was. So when I dropped the cops off, I was like, all right. Told my partner, I said, let's go to the 10th precinct. I got to do something. So we go to the 10th precinct. I go in and I ask for this detective. We go upstairs and, uh, you know, I was like, listen, you know, you arrested a friend of mine yesterday, mm. and he said there was a problem. Like, how do you say it? Right, right. So as soon as I mention my friend's name, he starts poking me in the chest. Your friends are fucking scumbag. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No, that's right. So, mm-hmm. 
So now I'm like, oh, yeah, well, he says you handcuffed him and smacked him around. He goes, F you. He shoves me. I shove him back. He throws a punch. I cracked him and backed up. Like, mm-hmm. And now I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Get up. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I'm a seventh precinct cop in the 10th precinct. He's a mess. I just knocked out. I'm in uniform. Probably a first grade detective. Where am I going? So he gets so I up. fled downstairs. <laughs> no. So, uh, oh, you know, you know that sick feeling you get? That crack. Yeah. When that crack the duty captain. So you, know, you know you're screwed. When did the captain picked me up well, from Midtown North, yeah. you know. Did you break anything? And said, yeah, broke his jaw. You broke his jaw. Yeah, Oof. it was bad. Oh, my Not God. Not only did it break his jaw, it was a bilateral fracture oh, from shit. here, but like his lower jaw. Mm-hmm. So he had to be hospitalized. They did surgery to, to put... You know, mm-hmm. the pieces back, minus a few teeth, I think, that I saw on the floor. <laughs> so, but I didn't, you know, I hit him once. It was just a reaction. Mm-hmm. It's like a bear and, when you pour it something. I'm well, sorry. you pour it, so you know. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he came and threw a punch at me, so he, he was very good at it. And he just, like, led uh-huh. with his chin, and I just sat yeah. down on it. I guess, too, and I was it's thinking about... It's almost like a natural reaction if somebody swings on you, but you swing back much better, much straighter, with your weight behind it, the and way I, you punch. You know what I'm thinking, too? The gun belt oh. is heavy. Mm-hmm. And when you twist your body... Torque. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot that of... Torque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I'm like, oh, my God. So he goes, uh, he leaves, and... They all come back. What in. do you mean he leaves? In the ambulance? In the ambulance. No, no, he I, I'm just standing there now. I'm like, oh shit, now what do I do? He probably didn't realize how bad it was. So, yet. Yeah. So another cop comes out and they both leave. And I'm standing there. Well, they room, go back but, in the squad? Yeah. We were in the arrest processing room. Did they bolt ironically, the door? Ironically. <laughs> really, wait, 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 wait. My partner was behind me, and I I mean I didn't see what he saw, but he said he was right there. Yeah. And we were alone in the room, but all of a sudden, now there were other witnesses that said you know, they saw. Yeah, so so I'm in the room by myself now. So the I'm detectives like, they ran back in the squad and they bolted the door. So, <laughs> so they call nine one one. Call nine one one. Emergency service responds. We have a bear. It, yeah. <laughs> it was like, I, what do I do now? You know, I'm in this. Do I leave? You know, they left me alone. I'm in the arrest processing room. I'm like. Okay, you you they flee. didn't gotta, teach me this in the academy. There. What do I do? Walk into precincts, knock people out. And <laughs> so <laughs> you should have just jump back in the car, right? Let's get out of here. So all the guys from the squad, Murray, you come got in. one star card. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a movie. Yeah. So uh, so they all come in, but they're like in a semicircle around me. Like they're not coming near me. They're just like they don't know whether they should call you or what. They, they don't know nobody, what to do. Nobody knows what to do. <laughs> right. So it uh, happened in the command. It's not like it's outside, in the back. I so got to with the department with the, with this. Oh, you're going to love this. It. You're just going to love this story. Okay. It's probably going to take three hours to tell you this. But <laughs> So uh, a lieutenant comes up, and she asked me for my firearm. Okay, I take my firearm out. And uh, she says, wait here. So, okay, I'm waiting around. So I was on the boxing team, but I also had a couple of friends, not just from the boxing team. It was a rabbi in the 7th Precinct that I was close with. And uh, the word Did spread. Did he circumcise you? No. <laughs> the, the word spread pretty quick, what happened. Yeah. So the word got back to my precinct, 
So my sergeant went to the rabbi just to tell him, like, what happened. So he calls the duty captain. Mike Ovis was the duty captain. Oh, good. He became uh, a chief. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll be shocked, though. Um, So Ovis comes in to the arrest processing room, and he says, hey, you know, I got a call from our friend, and, uh, you know, what's going on here? Is there something more than just like a fight? I said, no, the guy, you know, just reacted, and I hit him. I backed up. I hit him once. He goes, that's it. There's nothing else going on here? I said, yeah, that's it. He goes, all right. I'm going to move you to the CEO's office. I get in the CEO's office. Are you office. okay with that? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's, everybody's take, listen, loves. take me out of the arrest process room. We're good. So he says, I'll put you in the CEO's office here. Are you all right? Do you need anything? Just stay here. Don't leave here or we're going to have to make arrangements for you. You know. Mm. So I was like, no, Cap, I, I'm good. Don't so, worry about this taser. It's here. <laughs> Ignore the taser. <laughs> so uh, apparently, then they locked the door on the way out. <laughs> yeah. The detectives that were there were not happy that now I'm in the CEO's office. And oh, they wanted you in the arrest room. No, they wanted me in the morgue. Yeah, you know, yeah. like so. Uh, now, from later, where I heard what happened, they called Joe Borelli up directly called Chief Borelli, who was the chief of detectives. Right. And Borelli says, get that piece of shit back in the arrest processing room. You know, he's 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 a collar. So, all right, now I'm back in the arrest processing room. I'm getting locked up. So you're walking back and forth in this precinct. So right? my rabbi calls Borelli. A rabbi definitely outranks chief of detectives. Yeah, right. <laughs> he calls Borelli, and he's like, chief, what are we doing here? Two cops had a fight. He goes, no, two cops didn't have a fight. A cop and a detective had a fight, and our guy got hurt. He's going through the system. So I was like, oh, okay. They wanted to put me through the system in uniform. That's how vicious they were. So fortunately, I had a good friend of mine who was doing leg tours. I was doing day tours. And uh, he heard about this, and he was just getting off. So he came down. It was during the convention, the PBA convention. So there were no trustees, oh, nobody wow. around. So he comes in. He was also on the boxing team. He comes in, and he was like, I'm the alternate delegate because the convention, there were no delegates. So he goes, nobody's putting him through the system in uniform over my dead body. Mm-hmm. So he got my clothes Plus, out of my locker. The two of you together could probably take everybody. It, you know what? <laughs> now that you got went one more. through their minds. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he was a heavyweight too. So he not comes Lee, through not my. Lee packed it. No, not Lee. But but Leo, he's part of this story. Oh, okay. So uh, so Mike comes in. I get changed. He won't let them touch me. He goes, I'm fingerprinting him. I'm doing the paperwork. So Mike, you know. Process my arrest, and I, he hates it because anytime I introduce him to anyone, I'm like, "Oh, he's my arrestee arrest officer." <laughs> <laughs> so, this is so funny. So he uh, he's doing all the paperwork, and he wouldn't let him cuff me. And now they want to transport me down to Central Booking. So he sat in the back with me, and there was a lieutenant and a sergeant from IAB. What are you eating? Cheese? Yeah. So there's cheese wrappers all over the place. Like, what? what kind of cheese? Gouda? Gouda. Yeah. So we're, uh, now we're on the FDR drive, and it's gridlock traffic. And when, this is how good of a guy Mike is. You're going to love this. So we're sitting in the FD, on the FDR, gridlock traffic, and I'm looking around. I'm going, you know, I'm not cuffed. 
So I lean over to Mike. I'm like, hey, Mike, I think I'm going to make a run for it. <laughs> so he says, well, you better hit me, but don't break my jaw. <laughs> like that was his first reaction. Not like, don't do it. He was like, go ahead. <laughs> I'll cover you. So uh, he goes, where are you going to go? I said, not to fucking jail. So he goes, don't worry about it. We got this. We know enough people there. We'll, we'll straighten this out. Because we were both Manhattan cops. So right, right, right. make college, you know, DA's there. So uh, the funniest thing was walking into Central Book, and I'm not cuffed. And this is what we used to do when you made a collar. You would put your, your regular clothes on. Yeah, sure. And you'd go down with the body, and you'd lodge them. And so I walk in the and door. And Manhattan Central Booking, I loved the feet on the floor that said mope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love so. that. Imagine today. They were like, oh, get rid of that. Right, right, right. For well, years, it's still there. What you're saying is that when you, when you walk into Central Booking, there's two footprints. That's yeah. where the, the, your perp. Your Has to, to get his picture. Right, person right, arrested right. Stand is going to stand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it says mope. <laughs> <laughs> so so I walk in and they're like, hey, Murray, what do you got today? I'm like, no, I'm the customer tonight, you know. <laughs> so they bring me in, they take my pictures, they put me on 132. You Did know, you to, object to being seen as a mope? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm sitting at 132 and I'm waiting and uh, the PBA sends this lawyer down there. I get him on the phone. Uh, Mike's already up talking to the bureau chief and, you know, uh, trying to get things expedited. And the PBA lawyer calls up and he goes, hey, what, is there, you, you work in Manhattan, is there a pizza place over there? I was like, oh, <laughs> well, good idea, I'm hungry. He goes, no, 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 I usually bring pizza for the guys there. You know, like, I was like, what? <laughs> like, he gives, you know, the court personnel. Yeah, yeah. I was like, really? So my papers are ready. I'm waiting for this lawyer. Like, m my stuff got pushed through to try to get me out of there. He's taking forever to get there. And when he shows up, he wasn't kidding. He gave the pizza to everyone else, not to not me. You. So, so uh, I end up getting ROR. I get released. ROR means released on own reconnaissance yeah. for an audience. Right. Sorry. And uh, so I get released. I go to Tommy Gallagher, who was my trainer at the time, and tell him what happened. So did he, he hooks you, me up. Did he say nice shot? <laughs> yeah, he did. What did you hit him with? <laughs> so... so uh, he hooks me up with a lawyer. At the time, Ray Mercer, I don't know if you remember this. I remember boxer, Ray Mercer. He was great. He, he was just great. fought Jess Ferguson mm -hmm. in the garden. And it was like an elimination thing where Ray was going to get a title shot. Yeah. So he was like accused of bribing him in the ring because he was losing the fight. Oh, yeah. He got locked in, up for that. Yeah, pulling him in and whispering yeah. in his ear. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. He got locked up for that. So he's like, I got the perfect lawyer for you. He's representing Ray Mercer. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're both boxers, but uh -huh. I don't see the connection. I'm not bribing anyone, you know. So, yeah. so uh, I meet with him. Nice guy. I liked him, but I wanted to go to the grand jury, as you know, with the felony. Uh -huh. I was oh, this is the funniest thing. My friend was charged with assault three. I go to the precinct to you help him. The, oh, the other cop? No, the guy, remember, I, I went there because the detective arrested yes, yeah, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was charged with assault three, got a DAT, walked out. I go there to, to talk to the guy about mm -hmm. him. I get charged with assault two. Yeah. And I end up going through the system. So what a lot of help I was. Felony, yeah. So uh, I wanted to testify at the grand jury. I did nothing wrong. I defended myself. Mm -hmm. I, he came at me. I threw one punch. I backed mm -hmm. up. So my lawyer didn't want me to do that. He was like, no, no, don't go in there. Grand jury's never a good idea. 
So I ended up leaving him, and I got another attorney. It was a fantastic attorney. This guy left no stone unturned. We were in the office, queen for a day with the prosecutor, mm-hmm. which is, you know, everyone has a right to remain silent, right. and they can't use anything, you know, um, they can't hold any negative inference. But queen for a day is, if you want to come in and tell your story, we'll sign a contract that if we do proceed with a trial, we won't use anything you said right, during right. this thing, which is a great tool. Yeah. So I went in there and I told him what happened. I think he was very convinced. His name was Mike Scotto, uh, which he'll come into this story later. It's crazy. He's the attorney. He was the DA. Oh, the DA. DA. Okay. So we're... You know, we do the queen for a day, and then I had to go to the bureau chief for a second meeting. Warren Murray was the bureau yeah, chief. I don't know who he Warren. Is, yeah. So I go meet with him, and he's questioning me and the whole I think. And I think these guys are like, yeah, okay, you know. Do they keep making you tell the story? How you fuck <laughs> with yeah. the shot over here? Yeah, right. So how? Uh, tell us again. Can you show me? <laughs> Where did you hit him exactly? <laughs> what did you have a glove on? Did you? Yeah, have, yeah. You know? Can so, I see your uh, hand? Can I? <laughs> But, uh, you know, you know, so they're going through the whole thing. And I talked to my lawyer. I'm like, what? They seem to be satisfied with what happened. Mm-hmm. He says, the detective union is pressuring them to indict you. Mm-hmm. So they're going to present it to a grand jury. So I said, okay. So I, I testified the grand jury. He testifies. Then I Your testified. lawyer let you. Yeah, he was in there with me. Okay. And he, he, you know, he was convinced too. He was like, mm-hmm. look, just. All right. Talk to this grand jury. No true bill in the case, right? No true bill. So we go through and uh, they no true bill. You got no, he didn't get indicted. No indictment. Wow. Okay. Nice. So I was like, wow, that's great. Next lawsuit. NYPD. So it's over then now, right? No trial room. Criminal <laughs> charge. <laughs> the criminal charge. Trial room and you have a civil case. Trial too, room right? and civil civil case. So he sues me for a million dollars for all his pain and suffering and damage and nerve damage. And doing, uh, he's doing million dollars worth of damage with them hands. Now the I know these hands. <laughs> so the uh, and the job wants to fire me. Again, the political yeah. the bureau and um so, I ended up hiring Bruce Cutler to do my Bruce Cutler. Oh God, John Gotti's lawyer. Holy shit! Hey, this oh, case is getting yo, good. God. Listen, everybody says you know like he's the the Gotti lawyer, but Bruce, he represents a lot of cops. He was a yeah. Brooklyn DA. He was okay. a Brooklyn yeah. DA. His father was a detective, Murray okay. Cutler. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he he's well versed in the uh, mm-hmm. department trial. And, you know what's bothering know, me? These hands. These hands. They're too small. I'll never fight Joe Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. You talking about Gotti? Raging Bull. Raging oh, no, Bull. Raging Bull. Yeah. Raging Bull. Uh-huh. So, uh, so I hire Bruce, and, uh, you know, that lingers on for a couple of years, and then finally they, they were thrown When you say lingers on for a couple of years, I mean that- A couple of years, There's yeah. papers going to court, there's papers going out of court, people are talking, but- Yeah, department, not not- Criminal or anything. Um, this isn't a civil case yet. No, no. The civil case, I had a firm that I hired that was... So, so this prosecuted. must have cost you a fortune in attorneys. Ton of money. Ton of money. Where are you getting this money? How do you even... So this was the beauty. Midtown the, North uh, saved a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so the 7th Precinct where I worked, and the cops were great there, and I loved them. And, you know, I was a, uh, a fairly well-liked guy, you know, while mm-hmm. I was there. So the precinct right away took up the collection. Every, everyone, 100%. Put even the CO put into the uh, not the CO the XO, um, 
So they all did like a collection initially when you get suspended because you suspend you. You don't get paid. Yeah, you don't get paid. And I had just bought my house in Howard Beach. It was so funny. It was the house I grew up in. Mm -hmm. It just happened to be for sale, and I bought it. And so uh, so yeah, that good feeling, that great feeling. Plus on the other side, right? Wow, that's tough. So. What are you so going I, through right now, mentally right now? How are you even holding it together? That, that, that comes into play, too. So, uh, you so feel we, like going out and just knocking somebody out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I started taking fights every weekend. <laughs> Make a few extra dollars. So. But the, uh, the cops were so good there. They wanted to hold like a racket now. to, And it got so bad where the 7th Precinct cops and the 10th Precinct cops would be on a detail oh, and fighting with each other. Like, they, they had to separate them. Oh, wow. So, uh, they want to hold a racket. The PBA is not backing me. They're like, he hit another cop. He They're both precincts cop. in Manhattan. And the 7th yeah. precinct is on the east side. 10th precinct is on the west side in the village. Chill. So, when yeah, you get right. together at a detail, that means you're, you're looking right. at somebody else's calabrese. And, became... and you can see where they work. And if you're in the 7th, you're like, hey, what's up with your, your friend over there? What the fuck is wrong? You That's know? exactly And then now, was. before you know it, like, shut up, get away from me. And then right. now, the 10th right. precinct is fighting. Well, you know what it is? Cops are very protective of each other. I remember right. even going to a bar... And and like if someone like even did that to other cops would be yeah. like, Sarge, you yeah. okay? Yeah. You know, yeah. like they would be ready to kill the guy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the, the, honestly, that was the whole thing. If this was my precinct and I had a fight with a guy in my precinct, this thing would have died right there. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was in the 10th precinct. Right. Mm-hmm. Even the PBA delegate who was a 10th precinct PBA delegate was trying to talk to people, even went to my partner wow. to try to get him to testify against me. I was like, are you kidding me? Because he's a 10th precinct right, guy. Right. Yeah. He works he's, with these guys. He works with the, for his guy, the yeah. 10 squad. And so, so, where, where, so wait, the money, right? Okay. So they're trying to hold a racket. PBA won't support it. They're like, no. The 10th precinct. Because when you say you're trying to hold the racket, that means you want to have a fundraising party for uh, on your behalf. Expenses. But... You have to go through the channels. There's a piece of paperwork that goes. It's got to get signed off, first of all, by your sergeant, then the lieutenant, then the captain, then the borough. Uh, and doesn't IED have to approve it, The too? borough freaking yeah. commander. Then it's got to go down to 1PP and get signed off by the chief. All this so you can have a party. We couldn't even get that far because the PBA squashed it. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, Murray hit another cop, mm-hmm. took the side of a perp, whatever, yeah. you know. So uh, my cops were like, screw that. So they went to the FOP, and under the FOP lodge, they held a spring fling mm-hmm. in the winter, you know, <laughs> so, just making it yeah. obvious. Uh-huh. And they raised a lot of money, you know, at that thing, uh-huh. uh, which I was blown away by. Like, this is how, as you talked about, the loyalty of your cops, yeah. you know, like they will go out of your way for a good guy, you know. Yeah. So. I was blown away by that, and they gave me this money, and uh, it helped defer helped mm-hmm. defer some of my legal expenses and being suspended. So, and Bruce Cutler, you know, he gave me a good rate for Bruce Cutler, yeah. you know, and that was him, him in his heyday. Um, so, uh, ultimately, Bruce gets me a no low. Bruce and uh, this is all for a department trial. Department trial. So Eddie Mahoney. Um, PBA I, guy. I was very friendly with Eddie. And so Eddie and Bruce called me up. They were both on the phone together and then called me. 
because he kept trying to tell me, like, they were throwing offers at me to plead guilty to this, plead guilty to that. You'll keep your job. I'm like, I'm not pleading guilty to anything. I did nothing well, wrong. civilly, that could kill you. And it would kill me yeah, civilly. civilly. yeah. So the two of them are on the phone, and they're like, we have a deal for you. It's something that we want you to really consider. You will. I plead no low contendere, so I don't have to plead guilty. Well, you got to plead in Spanish now. No, that's that's Latin. <laughs> Latin. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's Spanish too. Yeah. <laughs> he speaks Spanish. What does that say? It's so funny. They say we're bringing you to <laughs> to a court in Spain. No, no mas. You no plead mas. no mas. No mas. <laughs> That's really what it was. No yeah, mas. No. All right, fine. Okay. I'll accept. No, you know, what is it called? No lo comprende. No lo contendere. No lo comprende. No lo contendere. So, so what does I that take, mean? I, you no don't contest. admit anything, uh-huh. but you accept the penalty. Okay. It's like no contest. I'm yeah. not going to fight it. I'll take it. So That's what you do when you're married every day. <laughs> so, but the That's funny true. part is they were like, listen, the good news is you're going to keep your job. The bad news is you no longer have a career. You're done. You're not getting promoted. You're not getting like they hate me and they wanted me fight. Barelli to his Did you last ever get day. Your guns back? Yes, I got oh, my guns back. Shit. So to his last day on the job, tried to bury me, and then Chief Hill took over after him. Uh, Hill wanted to do you too. Yes, oh, yes. There's some so, vindictive Irishman too. Yes, right? yes. Were you able to still box on the team? Yes, but so watch. I take this no low <laughs> contendere, right? Sixty mm-hmm. day hit. Oof. I get suspended again. Are we don't. Oh. No, no, no. We'll keep going. We, uh, I get suspended again, but now the civil case is still creeping along, mm-hmm. and they were making such a big deal out of the boxing because I got interviewed by. Uh, Tom McDonald from Channel 5, who was following me in the Golden Gloves. And, of course, he brings this thing up, you know, mm-hmm. that the fight I had. And yeah. he wants to talk. And, and, my, you know, my lawyers are like, are you out of your mind? You're doing interviews about the fight yeah. that's being litigated? Mm-hmm. Like, but I didn't do anything wrong. So mm-hmm. so they, they were litigating that. Is it safe first. to say you were a little punchy back then? <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, you know, it, it's so much else happened but uh we finally now are creeping along it takes eight years to go to trial oh my god holy shit eight years to go to the trial. department trial no the no, department civil, civil trial. oh the civil oh, trial okay yeah yeah. actually i all right let me just tell you that so it takes eight years to go to trial by that time i got transferred back and forth to different commands and mm. funny stuff happened and, uh, you should have taken a test to be boss they couldn't stop you from being promoted i you know uh, yeah, that's I, it. I just, you know, I was just trying to. St- it wasn't even trying to get promoted. They were trying to fire me everywhere I went. Right, like, right. for example, I got restored after I took the plea. Um, actually, it was right before I got the plea. The modified assignment board got the word that they were going to give me the NOLO, so they put me back to work. So I get a telephone message uh, that I'm going to the 7 9. And the story I got was they don't want the two of us in Manhattan. We may run into each other. Some sparks may fly. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so you're going to Brooklyn. Eleven hours later, another telephone message comes down. I get a phone call. And I had already called up, got my squad, talked to the lieutenant. He's like, yeah, take trot day, take today, come in tomorrow. So I get another telephone message. You're going to the 3-2. I'm like, the 3-2? I thought I can't be in Manhattan. The tomb of gloom. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Boy, that place is a scary place. So uh, 
I, uh, I'm like, wait, I thought I can't be in Manhattan. And I know this guy worked in the 3-2 when he was a cop before he got promoted. So I'm like, this is a setup. Uh-huh. So Lee Pachter, who who he's so funny, you should have him on. Lee Pachter, well, you know what we got? Lee Pachter had the funniest expression. He would see someone pissing out on the street, yeah. and he would say, "Why are you peeing out on the street? There's a perfectly good elevator." And that <laughs> really is he is the funniest he is guy. A funny guy. I don't want to cut us off. Listen, but we got to take our break right now okay. because we're over an hour, and Sorry. we're going to come back. So we're going to take a five minute break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do part two. Great here with Joe great. Murray. It's going great. I love this. Thanks. What a story. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, shit. You know, the next so 